Good morning to all of you. I'm Carlos. I'm one of the pastors here at Calvary Church, and we're in the middle of a series that we're calling Follow, How to Be a Disciple. And what we've done in this series is we said that a disciple is someone who experiences the love of Jesus and then extends the love of Jesus, experiences the love of Jesus in their own life and then extends the love of Jesus into the lives of others. And I cannot think of a better picture I cannot think of a better illustration of that experiencing the love of Jesus and then the result of the fruit of others extending the love of Jesus in someone's life. I cannot think of a better picture than baptism. Today is Baptism Sunday, and we're so pumped about that. And actually, our service is going to look a little bit different than normal. In fact, I'm only going to be preaching for about 10 minutes today. (laughs) Followed by a couple of 40-minute Preach for 10 minutes, okay? And what we're going to be looking at today, what we've done in the series is we've looked at the flavor of a disciple. We've looked at the heart of a disciple. We've looked at all of these things about a disciple. What we're going to look at today is the proclamation of a disciple. And what we've done in this series is we've taken a look at the book of Mark and used that as a guide to understand what it means to follow Jesus and how to be a disciple. And so we're going to do that again today. So if you have a Bible, you can turn to the book of Mark and we're going to look at Mark chapter 1. If you don't have a Bible, feel free to grab one of the Bibles that we have here. If you don't own one, take it home. It's our gift to you. We believe that the Bible is filled with life-changing truth, and we want you to have access to one. If you're using one of our Bibles, it's found on page 682, 682. And what we're going to learn today is three things. We're going to learn about how baptism is a proclamation of identity, a proclamation of love, and a proclamation of readiness. Okay? So let's jump into Mark chapter 1. Verse 9, at that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son, whom I love, with you I am well pleased. At once the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals and the angels attended him. We're going to jump into that first proclamation, that proclamation of identity when it comes to baptism. And we're going to look at the story of Jesus being baptized as a guide for understanding what it means to be baptized as a disciple of Jesus. Now, what we need to remember, what we need to understand is that during the time of Jesus, baptism was an act of confession. It was an act of repentance. When you were baptized, what you were doing was you were making a public uh, act of repentance, a public act of confession. And what a proclamation is, when we look at that, is a proclamation is a public announcement. And so when we talk about baptism being a proclamation, what we're saying is it's a public announcement. Now, my question to you is, where in this story do we see Jesus repenting or confessing? We don't, because he didn't have any need to repent or confess any sins because he was perfect. There was no sin in Jesus. So why does he get baptized? Why does Jesus get baptized? Well, what Jesus is doing is he's stepping into the area of those who are desiring to get baptized for repentance, those who are desiring to get baptized for confession. What Jesus is doing is aligning himself with those he came to save. 
Jesus is humbling himself. And what we will see is this is the beginning of this humble journey of his mission as he continues through life and he humbles himself ultimately to the point of death on a cross. And because of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, we are now offered a new identity through Jesus. We are offered an identity that is based on Jesus' righteousness, Jesus' holiness, not our own efforts of righteousness. And so when someone, when a disciple is baptized, they are making a public announcement. They are making a proclamation of identity that they now have received the identity through Jesus, the identity in Christ. And so just as Jesus, when he was baptized, aligned himself with those he came to save, those he came to save, when they are baptized, align themselves with Jesus. And so baptism is a proclamation of identity but it's also a proclamation of love. Let's look again at verse 11. What happens in verse 11? God the Father says this, and a voice came from heaven, you are my son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. It's almost as if God, looking at Jesus in this act of baptism, he looks at him and goes, that's my boy. That's my boy. And the beauty of the gospel is that as followers of Jesus, not only in the act of baptism, but when you become a follower of Jesus, when you become a disciple, every day what you should understand is that God is looking at you and saying, you are my dear, dear child. And I am so pleased with you. You are my dear, dear daughter. You are my dear, dear son. And I am so pleased with you. And what we need to understand is this, that when God says that statement, when Jesus is baptized, that is not the point when God started to love Jesus or was pleased with him. Jesus was already loved by the Father. Jesus already had the pleasure of the Father. What him being baptized did was give an opportunity for God to express that love and express that pleasure. And just as, as disciples who are getting baptized will experience that proclamation of love. What baptism is, is not, is not that something happens in the water where we somehow gain God's love. No, that happens when we choose to follow Jesus, when we accept Jesus as our Savior, when we become a disciple, we gain access to that love. We gain access to that pleasure. What happens when we are baptized is we are given an opportunity not only to express our love to God, we are given an opportunity to remember the powerful, rich, love of God and that he is pleased with us not because of what we do but because we are his what would it look like if I lived life every day with, with that knowledge what would it look like if I lived life every day according to that knowledge that God is looking at me and saying you are my son whom I love I'm so pleased with you how free that would be for me to continue to live out a life of obedience to him. So baptism is a proclamation of identity. It is a proclamation of love. And then in the third proclamation, we need to understand it's a proclamation of readiness. What happens in this story? Jesus gets baptized. And then what happens right after that? What happens right after that? At once, it says at once, he is sent into the wilderness. At once, he is sent into the wilderness. 
At once he goes into the wilderness for 40 days and he experiences hardship. He experiences temptation. He experiences hunger. He, at once he goes out into a difficult situation. Being a follower of Jesus, being a disciple of Jesus, getting baptized does not then mean that we will no longer have any hardships in our life. In fact, it, hap- in fact, it usually is the opposite. But what happens in our baptism is a proclamation of readiness because what do you see in this story? More than once you see the Spirit. The Spirit coming down on Jesus as a dove. The Spirit sending him into the wilderness. It is through the Holy Spirit that we become ready to go ahead and accomplish the mission that Jesus started, to continue the mission that Jesus started. Anyone who accepts Jesus' gift of salvation and chooses to be his disciple receives the Holy Spirit. It doesn't happen in in the baptism. There's nothing magical about these waters. It's an opportunity for that to be proclaimed. At the moment that you become a follower of Jesus, you receive the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit guides and equips and empowers and the Holy Spirit makes us ready to continue what Jesus started. And so when disciples are baptized, there is this proclamation, this this public announcement of that readiness, not because of ourselves, but because of the work of the Holy Spirit in us. And so baptism is a proclamation of identity, is a proclamation of love, and it's a proclamation of readiness. It is a proclamation of a disciple. And we get to witness that proclamation today. Today, we are going to be able to witness the impact that God has had in the lives of 17 people. 17 people are getting baptized today. Yeah, that's... And I would just like to note that many of those people getting baptized are students. And a big shout out to our middle school students. I would like you guys to know that God is doing a work in the lives of our students. And I believe that there's a generation that is being raised up to make tremendous impact in God's kingdom. And for you students, I want you to know that us leaders at, uh, at Calvary Church are praying for you guys and we believe in you guys. And we are excited to see where God will take you. And what I want you to know is that if you've been here for one of our baptism services before, you might notice that things are a little bit different. Uh, usually we might have videos on the screen uh, of, of, the, of just the stories of the people who are getting baptized. Well, we couldn't with 17 people. And that's okay because God's doing a mighty work and we just got out of the way and we're like, okay, go ahead, God, and we're going to celebrate what you're doing. So what we want you to do is take a look at the center screen. Uh, There's a little blurb of their story. Uh, We also want you to pay attention to their shirts because they've written a word on their shirt that just really means a lot to them that describes their life in Jesus. And also at the end of the service, we're going to have an opportunity for you to come and just greet them and just say, uh, give them a high five and and just celebrate with them. And so they're going to be up front at the end of the service. And so I encourage you before you go about your day, come up front. And just say hello to them and just congratulate them on everything that God is doing. And then I also want you to do this. I'm going to challenge us to do this. We have said here at Calvary Church that this year we are going to have a focus on discipleship with an emphasis on prayer and missions. And so we want to saturate our church with an attitude of prayer. We want to be a praying church. So my request to you is to make a commitment for this week to pray for each one of these people who are getting baptized today. 
This week, I want you to pray for each, this week, I want you to pray for each person that's getting baptized today. And we're going to start that actually right now. Let's join together as we pray. Lord, we thank you so much for what you're doing. We thank you for the lives that are being changed. We thank you for what you're doing in our students. Lord, I ask you that you would just allow us to see the beauty of your work, to celebrate and to go ahead and continue to live out lives of a disciple, experiencing your love and extending that love. Lord, as we get to witness these proclamations of these disciples today, we just praise you and thank you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.